you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and <coughs> excuse me. Welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. I'm your host Michael Flopkowski and sick or healthy, alive or dead. Actually, well, not alive or dead, but sick or healthy, in sickness or in health. I record these podcasts, um, and <laughs> this is one of those times where we're in sickness. Um, I will be making it through this World Series preview. I will get it done. Um, but if I take it a little bit slower, if, um, if I'm not as, how do I put this? If I'm not as energetic, there's a reason for that. I'm trying to be a little bit more calm and even tempered on this podcast. So as to not raise my voice, hurt my throat, etc., etc. Um, by the way, Rory McIlroy, what a tournament we just had. It was awesome to watch that one. Got the big W down in South Carolina. That was very good. All right, let's break down the teams that made it and how they got there. Congratulations to the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies on making the World Series. This was not the bracket that I thought we would see, but it's the one that we got. Um it's kind of crazy because I believe I had the Astros coming out of the AL. Um, hmm, where is it? I knew I knew I had it. Uh, yeah, I had Houston coming out of the AL. I had St. Louis coming out of the NL. So the team that beat St. Louis, the Phillies, are actually in. So kind of opposites, but. We got one. I actually was perfect, by the way, in the AL. I got every matchup correct. Now, I didn't get the games necessarily right, but that's that's a whole nother ballgame, folks. Trevor, the bar is low, all right? The bar is lower than getting game series, you know, whatever. Um, Let's break it down. All right. Seattle, Cleveland, Philadelphia are your three of your four wildcard winners. They all swept the wildcard series. Um, winning in in two games. Um, Cleveland, everything I said about Cleveland was true, right? Um, basically, Cleveland played the exact the exact way that I thought they would play. Um, they were awesome. I thought that their pitching was good. It was especially good against Tampa Bay. They had the, that really long, really long scoreless game, which was then beat out by a really long scoreless game between the Mariners. And the Astros later on, um, which is 
just hilarious. I think that only a few few games later, it, that record was broken. Um, but you know, Cleveland did exactly what I thought they would do against Tampa Bay. I, I think this is kind of again, Tampa Bay has had success in the playoffs, but I think there's a limit to what you can do with certain players. Um, the MLB. I'm reading a book right now. It's uh, called the MVP Machine. Um, I haven't actually, I haven't picked it up in a little bit, but I got, I got to get back to it. I've been, been busy. Um, basically just talking about how, listen, the, the money ball era where we're buying players who have less value, that type of thing isn't as prevalent anymore. You don't have that much of an advantage over other teams because everyone has that statistical analysis. What teams do use now is how can you improve players? How can you make players better for your team? Cleveland does that really well. A little bit better than Tampa Bay. I mean, look at Cleveland's pitching. You know, it was awesome. Shane Bieber. Um, uh, um, blanking. I know they have Cal Quantrill. Oh, who is oh, – I forget his name. Tristan McKenzie. There we go. Um, Aaron Savale. He's pretty good. But really, it comes – I mean, Zach Plezak was all right this season. But really, Bieber, Quantrill, and, and um, Tristan McKenzie were three guys. They were awesome. Um, they were very good, and the relief pitching was very good as well. Stefan and, and guys like that were were very solid. So Cleveland got a win in kind of the way I expected them to, though I did think it would go to three games. I did think that Tampa Bay would win one of those two, which is kind of surprising. Um, Seattle took down Toronto in two games, um, which was definitely another surprise. I, I thought that it would take Seattle at least three games to knock out Toronto. Um but but they didn't. I mean, congrats to Seattle. They look great against that series and Toronto. Uh, uh, great against Toronto in that series. Um, uh, you know, Toronto struggled. I think they're just they're just fundamentally there's something wrong with Toronto. I, I can't really put my finger on what it is, but kind of another really disappointing season for them. I think again that they were the best wild card seed, but it just uh, they left a lot on the table. I think and and. I don't know. You, you you would ask. You would want a lot more out of Toronto than that. Seattle's pitching was very good. Um, the Mariners looked very good out there. They looked like they belonged out there, which obviously they did. All right, let, let me get that straight. Um, but but they also looked like they have been there before, which you know they haven't obviously. So that was nice to see. They won a great game one for nothing. Um, I mean Luis Castillo. What a great move at the deadline by by Seattle to go and get him. Um, he blanked the Blue Jays in the first game, which is just—I mean, what more do you want from that? I—I I, I don't know. He went—he went, he went uh, seven and a third, no earned runs, five Ks. Uh, Alex Manoa really struggled, as as I thought he would in game one. I did—I did think that he should have been the game one pitcher. I would have—I would have gone with Gaussman, uh, who ended up pitching game two, and and the issue in game two really for the Mariners, um, again was pitching, um, <laughs> but. You know, like the pitching for the Blue Jays was was again. Gaussman did not look good. The pitching from him it was it was kind of I mean it was a letdown for sure. Although you know Robbie Ray didn't have a good game either, and and it came down to the fact that Seattle could manufacture a run in the ninth and Toronto couldn't, and and that was the game. I mean, right there, and and that was the series. I mean, a huge win for the Mariners, big win, big series win for them. Um, um. Yeah. Uh. All right. Let's move over to the NL. We're gonna do wild card, then divisional, and then 
um, that NLC or whatever, a championship series. I'm just trying to move through this relatively quickly. I'm again, trying not to get too bogged down on any one series, trying to give you like a little snapshot of these teams, what they did. Uh, the Phillies defeated the Cardinals. I mean, it was a brutal series if you're a Cardinals fan. And and me picking the Cardinals, uh, that was brutal too. Um, <laughs> it was brutal, this series. Um, rooting for the Cardinals, uh, I definitely can can understand um, what the Cardinals, you know, struggled against. I mean, this, it just, it wasn't their series to win. It just seemed like they just, they were close, but not close enough. Uh, game one, Philly took it. I mean, give them credit. It, it just came down to, again, you know, Quintana was very good, but the pitching, the Cardinals pitching at the end of the day broke down um, in a place that the Phillies pitching just didn't. Uh, and and yeah, for a point there, St. Louis did have a lead, but it just broke down in the ninth, man. And, and that, I think, was the – I think that's when the series was actually over um, in kind because then Philadelphia came out the next day. They played great. Um, you know, Mike Mikolas had a good game. I mean, he went four and a third and gave up two runs. That's not terrible. Um, and then, you know, Jordan Montgomery came in. I mean, the Cardinals held him to two runs. The problem was Aaron Nola, again, Alvarado, Dominguez, or uh, um, Sir Anthony Dominguez, who, by the way, has been lights out this playoffs. He's been awesome. Um, big name. Look for him to get a get a upgrade or something during the season, uh, off season. Um, the Phillies just they scored two runs and that was enough. And then the Cardinals couldn't. Um, they just couldn't get a hit. I think that Pujols played a good series. He was fine, but but Goldschmidt and Arenado really let this team down. They got cold and in, in, in September and and it just kind of led to uh led to a defeat. So. You know, Cardinals went out quick. And then, you know, the Mets in San Diego is the, the most interesting series just because it went to three games. Um, the Mets, you know, I mean, they were good. They played a good game, too. Uh, their game one wasn't bad, um, but it just was not good enough. I think that, you know, it, it came down to Max Scherzer just playing really bad. I mean, I, I know it might be crazy to say, but Max Scherzer had a really bad game one, gave up four home runs, and Seven runs, that was enough. I mean, they, the Mets, you're not coming back from that, especially against you, Darvish, who had a you know, seven-inning, seven one-run night. Um, they came back night two, and, and it was a great win by the Mets. I mean, they absolutely destroyed uh, Blake Snell, um, you know, two earned runs, and then they got Nick Martinez, and then um, then they really beat up Adrian Morejan, and then <laughs> – that was the game. Jacob DeGrom, you know, started. He went six innings, gave up two earned runs. He was excellent. Um, Edwin Diaz was good. Adovino was good. Um, wasn't great. Was okay. Um, and and the Mets got it done. And at this point, I, I thought that the Mets were going to get done, get it done in game three. I thought that, like, I was looking at Chris Bassett. I was like, I, he's definitely the guy, and he definitely was not the guy. He gave up three runs and in four innings. Joe Musgrove went seven innings and gave up zero earned runs. Mets were shut out. Um, just it's not good enough. You just can't do that in the game three game. You know, game on the line and basically to have one hit all game long. I mean, it's horrible. Mets they didn't show up and they got what they deserved. Um, let's move on to the divisional series. Uh, Houston absolutely swept over the Mariners. I think the Mariners were just outmatched after going through that series against Toronto. You know, you don't have your starting pitching and where you want it. And we all know that 
Houston's got a team that's going to pounce on you. And, and they absolutely did that. Um, I mean, Houston looked absolutely fantastic in that series. Justin Verlander was electric um, and has been in the playoffs so far. Uh, I mean, game one. It was, it was another one of those games where Houston just comes up big when they need to. Um, Justin Verlander didn't have a good game one even. Gave up six runs. But, you know, the, the Houston Astros find a way to score. They find a way to make runs happen. They find a way to get it done. And then, uh, well, in this one, they did that. I mean, they put up eight runs. They put up five in the last two innings. That's how you win series, folks. This team does not quit. Game two. I think it's your classic Houston Astros just dominating pitching performance by Framber Valdez, who was awesome. Luis Castillo, no no harm on him. He gave up one seven innings, gave up three runs. Just the fact that Houston's bullpen might be the best bullpen in the playoffs, might be one of the best bullpens I've ever seen, shut him out. And it was the exact same story in game three. Um, again, the Astros, Lance McCullers, and company went – what was it? 18 straight innings. Yeah, 18 innings without allowing a run. Houston ended up scoring a run in the top of the 18th off of uh, who was it? it was I think it was uh Luis Garcia. No, Luis Garcia. No, it wasn't off Luis Garcia. It was off Robbie Gray, but I mean Luis Garcia ended up getting the win. It's just it's wild. Um what a wild game that one was. Um the Mariners played well. It was a good series. I mean, they were competitive. It wasn't like they were absolutely shut out, but the Ashes were a little bit too much. Uh, the Yankees, you know, it was a five-game series against Cleveland. I think this is what kind of tipped me off to saying, hey, again, this team is not <clears> – <throat> this team is not, I think, worthy of of a big future. Um, You know, you know, Garrett Cole pitched well game one, and, and they honestly had a good series. And, and to be fair, the Guardians had this team on the ropes. Um, you know, they are – Two to one on the series, let them off the hook in Game Four. Yankees won that one four two on the again the back of another good Garrett Cole pitching performance. I mean he was he was very good in this series. I got to give him credit. Uh, and then Game Five, I mean Nasty Nestor came out and uh, well Adam Civale or Aaron Civale whatever his name is he was not very good. Went a third of an inning, gave up three runs, eighty one ERA. That was the series. I mean. Yankees pitching was good. Their bats were all right. Um, came down to the fact that I think that Cal Quantra had to pitch twice against Garrett Cole instead of once. Um, and, yeah, I mean, then Philadelphia, I mean, they walked all over Atlanta in this series. It wasn't even close, folks. Um, really surprising to see the World Series champions of last year go out like this. I mean, I, for one, was very surprised. Not, not to take anything, again, off – the Braves, but I mean, the fact that the Braves in game, you know, just gave up so many runs. I mean, they gave up seven, nine, and eight in games of one, three, and four. That's unreal. Um, you know, game game three is where I really think it fell apart when you have Spencer Strider go out there and give up five runs and Aaron Nola give up none through six. I mean, that's the game, folks. I mean, the pitching for Philadelphia, especially the starting pitching, has been very good. It's been complimentary of this offense, um, which has been excellent. Um, again, game, game, uh, 
game four, you know, they get to Charlie Morton. Um, you know, Syndergaard has to come out. The bullpen for Philadelphia gives up a couple of runs, a few, a couple actually, just two. But Philadelphia absolutely beats up the bullpen of the Braves, which I thought was very good. So I was very surprised to see that uh, that Philadelphia was able to beat up on the Braves bullpen like this. Philadelphia's pitching this series, you know, wasn't great. I mean, it was good. Um, you know, Zach Wheeler pitched well even in a game two loss, but Philadelphia's hitting is what the story was. I mean, folks, they hit every single team throughout the playoffs um, so well. Um, before we get to the championship series, let's talk about the Padres again. Um, how good were they? Um, they beat the Dodgers. I mean, this is what they they built the team to do. After game one, it looked like, hey, same old, same old. Julio Arias, Clevenger only goes two. I mean, that looked like to be it. It looked like, you, hey, I mean, hey, this team is not, not going to get it done again. Game two, Padres win a big one away. You Darvish with another great pitching performance. And Clayton Kershaw gives up three runs in five innings. Um now, you also gave up three runs of five innings, but the difference was the bullpen for the Dodgers let them down, which is a huge surprise. I mean, when does the bullpen ever let the Dodgers down? Game three, your classic pitching duel. Classic. Blake Snell, Tony Gonsolin. Um, well, and by that I mean Tony Gonsolin only went one inning, one and a third Blake Snell went five, and again, you can't have your you can't have your starting pitching just not go not go four or five innings in the playoffs. I mean, it just breaks down your bullpen, um, and even then, the Dodgers are still pretty good. I mean, they only let up two runs, but Padres bullpen man is so darn good. Um, and then again, game four at home. Great pitching performances by both Musgrove and Anderson. But again, the Padres got to the Dodgers bullpen more times. They got to Nally, they got to Almonte, who was not very good in the playoffs. So Padres take down the big brother. They took down their big brother. All right. Let's start. Let's uh, I want to at least finish with the Yankees. Philadelphia beat the Padres four to one. Unreal. Um, again, Philadelphia's hitting. Unreal this series. Um, clutch when they needed to be. Good when they – I mean, it was just unreal what Philadelphia has been doing all playoff long. Um, getting hits, scoring runs when you need to. Um, great, you know, great pitching by Nola, by Wheeler. Um, and the bullpen is just kind of locked up teams. Outside of game two in the series where the Padres won it, um, I look at this one and I say, you know, Nola had a bad game and the Padres kind of got to him. But outside of that, I mean, look at the series and I say, well, I mean, listen, I, I was, you know, it was it was a pretty good series by the Philadelphia pitching staff. Um, you know, they, they pieced a great one together in game, what was it game four, I think? Yeah, game four to go up 3-1. Uh, they got to Mike Clevenger early. Um, and then their pitcher, uh, Bailey Falter, completely, completely blew up in the first inning as well. But they got Clevenger back, um, and it was just kind of a battle. And, and it really proved, hey, 
Philadelphia is here to play. I mean, Clevenger and eh, left the game with an infinite ERA, recorded zero outs. Um, it was wild. This was one of the more wild games we've seen. But again, Philadelphia continues to be that team, and I mean, they were just awesome. Uh, on the other side, Astros swept the Yankees, dominant series. Again, Astros bats came to life. Their pitching was very complimentary. I would say it was good. Um, I, I don't know whether it was good or the Yankees were bad. Um, I think probably a little bit of both. I mean, I would say the Astros bullpen was absolutely unreal. Their starting pitching was very good. Game one, Justin Verlander redeems himself, comes out, goes six, gives up one. Fantastic. I mean, that's what you want from a pitcher. Framber Valdez, probably the best pitcher thus far in the playoffs, but maybe um, goes out there, gets a win. Zero earned runs through seven innings. Um, game three. This was this was this was it. I mean, Garrett Cole gave up three runs. Christian Javi Jed gave up zero. And the bullpen for the Astros closed out once again. Yankees bullpen was not good. And in game four, clutch as can be, the Astros put up two runs in the top of the seventh, and the bullpen again closed out. I mean, it's just that simple. Your World Series matchup, Houston-Philly. I think this is going to be an interesting one. Um, it's a 1-6 matchup. You got the experience all on Houston's side. I mean, they've been here before. They've been here many times before. Um, Philadelphia hasn't been here in, in a long, long time. Not just a little while. Like 20 it's – been, it's been 20 years since they even made the playoffs. Um, so it's been a minute since Philadelphia had – this type of experience. Um, I, I I think that I I think that uh, like I think that Houston is the better team. I do. Um, I, I think that Houston is the better team. Um, trust me. As much as I would like. As much as I think it would be cool to have Philly win, which it would be very cool to have Philly win. Sorry, ESPN now automatically played a video. That's why you heard that. I think that Philadelphia is good. But when I look at pitching, and here's the thing that's going to come down to in this series for me, because both these teams can hit, right? Kyle Schwarber hits dingers. Bryce Harper hits dingers. My, uh, Max Bregman hits dingers. Jordan Alvarez. I mean, everyone in this, in, in you know, everyone hits dingers, right? All these players do. But I think that when I look at these two teams and I look at the teams they've played, right, Philadelphia's had a lot of trouble with their bullpen. A lot of trouble with their bullpen. Um, and, and it's not that their bullpen's been bad. It's just that the teams they play are very good. So they struggle a little bit. That's the thing, though. The Astros are one of those very good teams. I mean, it's like it's the playoffs, right? Like, that's what's going to happen in the playoffs, right? You're going to play against good teams. You're going to play against good competition. So, you know, I think that's, for me at least, where I see the Philadelphia Phillies struggling a lot. Because I would say, I would say that, I mean, these two teams are about equal, I think, in starting pitching. I think that Verlander, I think that Framber Valdez is probably the best pitcher. Then, I mean, Nola, Wheeler, Verlander are probably all about equal for me. 
Um, I think it's tough. It's a tough one. I mean, it's not easy to, to, to dissect this. Um, I mean, I think that, again, Valdez has probably been the best so far this playoffs. Um, I think that, for me at least, the Phillies like a little bit of pitching depth starting rotation. Um, a little bit of a concern because we know that Astros have at least three three pitchers, right? They have Valdez, Javier. They have four, actually, and McCullers, Furlander and McCullers. Um, so that that's definitely a concern for me. I think that those are two things because we know, again, Houston can hit. But Philadelphia is clutch, man. This team does not go away. They're fighters. I think that this is a six-game series. Maybe a, I think I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go a full seven-game series. Oh, you know, I don't know. I like I, I want to pick the Astros. My brain's telling me to pick the Astros. I'm gonna go with the Astros. But I feel like if a game gets to a game seven, potentially, I feel like Philadelphia could clean it up. Like I feel like they're a team that's a little bit more clutch. They're, I think they're a little bit better hitting wise. Been a little bit hotter. Kyle Schwarber, I think that the, I think that hitting wise Philly Philly's been better, right? Castellanos, Marsh, Schwarber, Bryce Harper, Reese Hoskins, Segura, uh, JT Realmuto. I mean, they got dogs out there in Philly, so I feel like their hitting has been excellent, right? A little bit better than Houston's, but. Houston can shut you down as a team, man. Their bullpen and their pitching, I think. I think their bullpen is going to be the biggest difference. I got Houston winning the series. Houston winning the World Series. Back on top of the world. Back on top of the world. Hey, back on top of the world. Hey. But seriously, I think Houston's going to come away with this one. But I wouldn't be surprised if Philly takes it in seven. Honestly, when this team is so clutch, they could do it. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Master Plan Podcast. I'm going to take a siesta now. I'm very tired. My voice needs a rest. You all have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguodala.